0: one what's going on everybody welcome back into a consecutive weekly episode of the final whistle sports podcast we did it we're here we'll see how long it lasts i've got hope joe doesn't he definitely took the under on us this week but that's all
1: right joe cicoletti how we doing we're gonna be on as long as the winning streak's of the Washington Commanders and Atlanta Falcons, continue gone. on. Let's fucking go! It's gonna continue on this week, so we'll be back again next week. No know, man. my about Commanders it. are playing Buffalo this week. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right, yours might be that. I might be by my, myself on here. Joe playing. will be ISO <laughs> next
0: week. ISO Joe
1: <laughs> <laughs> may be a Hall of Fame fucking right there. ISO Joe. Um. <laughs> We're back. We're feeling good. Week two. I thought it was going to be a shitty week. Terrible games on the board, I thought. But, no, we had some thrillers. We had the Seattle Seahawks taking down Troy Lions, A game I sit on here that was going to be exciting, jam-packed. We had the Washington Commanders almost losing it, but they hold it together versus the Denver Broncos. Oh,
2: oh we had God. an
1: improbable comeback from the New York Giants taking them down the Arizona uh, Cardinals as well, and uh, the Falcons hitting a game-winning field goal pretty much as time expired against the Green Bay Packers to get to two and zero as well. Um, yeah, after that, um, oh, I'm sorry, the Chargers uh, once again losing. Uh, it's unbelievable to see. Uh, Just that was Hurley my game outside. to watch.
0: Someone was gonna fold the game away, and exactly what that was what happened.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Chargers losing once again to the Tennessee Titans. Um, And, and this is how I kind of expect the Titans to win games. It's something like this, like a scrappy win here on and here out. You know, maybe they get to seven, eight wins. But this is exactly how I expect them to win games. And this is how I exactly expect the Chargers to lose games. Games like this. It's unbelievable to see. You get over 300 yards passing for Justin Herbert. I think two touchdowns, if not maybe more. The defense gets five sacks, or or, or five pre- I don't know five sacks, five pressure, whatever it was. It don't matter. The loss is going to go on Brandon Staley, and that's just what it is. Where we you've got to come to conclusion. That's just what your conclusion is. I mean, it's got to be on Staley,
0: right? Hundred percent for the Los Angeles Chargers. But doesn't this make the Cowboys low-key look good? Because Kellen Moore fucking fumbled the bag in crunch time again this week. That is two weeks in a row when they have the ball trying to go in for a win. And the play calling was absolutely abysmal towards the end of both games and then this past weekend in overtime. Like, not even an attempt to create any creativity or even hand the ball off. Wasn't even an afterthought. I was just like
1: they—they weren't able to run the ball all day. Josh Kelly could not get it going at all. And yeah, but
0: you got to at least show something, man. You were—they were running all those plays were fifteen yards down the field that Herbert was looking. He wasn't even looking for a three-yard pass.
1: I mean, with that, the offensive weapons that they have, would you? (laughs) <laughs> would well, you I mean, look for less than 15 yards i mean it's completely different when i talk because you know i'm
0: thinking from a madden perspective and we're here to get buckets and put up points all right <laughs>
1: four, four verticals deep that's all i play. Every play
0: it's all i run okay come on if you're not running four verts and you're actually running a halfback counter you fucking
1: suck at madden okay <laughs> <laughs> I play just a slow game. I like the halfback dives. You know what I mean? That's how I play three yard gains, three and a half here and there. And that's then you, you're playing your
0: buddy, and they're just like, "You got to be shitting me!" And it's because like, you're running the four minute quarters or five minute quarters because you don't want to be playing forever. And you're mm-hmm.
1: like,
0: "You have the ball for one possession, and it's halftime." <laughs>
1: oh yeah, that's how you win the game. You're winning the game three nothing. Like that's what you're trying to do. That's how I play the game. Um, let's switch tides a little bit here. The Buccaneers, man, how about them? Two and zero now. Take down Chicago Bears. Everybody loves Chicago coming into this year. I <laughs> said Justin Fields of the Bears from Iowa State. They don't play well still, um, but Baker Mayfield playing good ball right now. Yards wise, touchdown. Mike Evans looked like a a true a again a true wide receiver one. The man is a certified bucket. That taxes. And Mike Evans getting over a thousand yards a season. That's just that's what it you is. Book it. Just lock it in. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, he played great. He held the Bears. The Bears look sloppy. Once again, Justin Fields making couldn't make a read. Bad reads all over. He today he comes out and says, Yeah, I'm not playing good ball. I'm playing like a robot. Why is that? My coaching. Wow. All right. That's a big there statement. There we go. There. Point
0: the that, finger. Let's go, shy town.
1: That's a big <laughs> statement right there. Um but, yeah, I think Chicago's going to keep heading down, and it ain't going to get better this week when they take on the Kansas City Chiefs. There's no boat shot rest. at that. Boat rest. No, no shot at that. Um, in other news, we do got breaking news from tonight. Cam Akers got traded to the Minnesota Vikings for a pick swap there. Um, Blaine, what's your thoughts on that?
0: I mean, McFay was already leaning that way towards after Sunday's game. Kyron Williams has really just taken over that RB1. For the Los Angeles Rams, and he knew Cam Akers really wanted to see if he was going to be beat Kyron out for the job and be the guy in Los Angeles. He keeps he just can't buy himself an opportunity. When he was the RB one, he got hurt for the whole year, pretty much lost it. Kyron Williams then came on towards the end of last year when the team was pretty much out of playoff contention. It was an open battle, he loses the job to Williams because he's a more versatile back in, in comparison to Akers. I don't hate it. I also don't really care about it, right? I think it's like he still understands that he's still the second running back. I think Madison's clearly the one, but it does give them a different dimension, I feel like, personally. I, I, Akers definitely a speed type of guy who wants to be utilized more in the passing game. Madison more of a downhill runner, I think it's still – I don't mind it. I think it's a different change of pace. They really didn't have that in Minnesota. But, you know, the Vikings just find a way to lose games anyway, so it doesn't really matter Well, look. Trade.
1: This This week we're looking at two teams that find ways to lose games. We're looking at the Minnesota Vikings versus the Los Angeles Chargers. The battle of who's going to lose this game first and how they're going to lose this game. It's going to be incredible to watch because – The game Milla will be 38-35, sort of but someone will give the ball away towards the end. <laughs> yeah, but there might be four turnovers in a matter of eight minutes because they're all trying to lose the game here. Um, now, I actually kind of disagree. I think makers might even be able to slide into this role where you Lee's know to find- start? Maybe by week 10, week 11, he might be sliding his role. Madison looked a little sluggish at times um, this first two weeks. He doesn't look like he's getting the ball rolling here. And if that's going to be the case, Akers might come in. Akers was a – I think he was running back six after he came back from all the trade talks last year. So, I, you know, I kind of expect maybe the same thing, a new regime here. Um, Kevin O'Connell likes him a little bit when he was with his time in Los Angeles. So, I mean, I like it. It's a good move from there. Um, We did, fortunately, on Monday have some bad news. Nicholas Chubb, the running back from the Cleveland Browns, Um, Absolutely, I hate to say it, got his knee obliterated um, like he did in Georgia. Um, And he's going to be out this season. So today, the uh, Cleveland Browns went out there and signed a back that we are all used to there. His name is Kareem Hunt, and he has returned back to Cleveland um, to take on that role now as well. He's not going to be a starter. It's going to be Jerome Ford, who uh, played solid after Nick Chubb left. The um, yeah. game to get over 100, 140, 150 yards on the ground, I believe, and a touchdown. Um, Blake, where do you see Kareem Hunt fitting into this backfield role here?
0: I think they're going to kind of utilize him how they've been using him these last couple of years. They'll start working him in. It'll be a little bit of second and third down most of the way, and then usually when towards the third quarter, they kind he kind of became the primary back to kind of save Chubb's legs for the fourth when they had a chance to ice the game, right? I wouldn't be surprised if they lean that way to start, but don't be surprised if Hunt gets the primary carries in a couple of weeks. Uh, he still was an RB one in Kansas city. He arguably could have been a running back. They had a one, a one B tandem with Chubb and hunt for, a cu- for that first year or two there. And then they had he had the holdout. So then he kind of really fell off to the two. If he's really committed to getting himself into the peak shape and conditioning that he, that we know Kareem Hunt can get himself into, wouldn't shock me one bit if he's running back one in a couple of weeks and dethrones Ford whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it. I think he needs to get his legs back under him, hasn't played football, you know, a couple months now for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think once he gets that ball rolling, and I think you said in a couple weeks from now, potentially could take back over that starting RB1 role. Yeah, I definitely get see that. It just makes happen. sense.
0: It's like that felt like a no-brainer move, like when Chubb got hurt Monday night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So solid move for them picking back up that running back that they need um going from there. So yeah, th- those are were you know, the kind of the uh the injury bug there. And then uh lastly, it seems like he's doing better. At least the resorts uh um reports I saw today, Joe Burrow rehurt at calf again. Um in tough loss against the Baltimore Ravens. Um reports have it that it is getting better. He actually has a chance to play someday. Um, there's probably, I think another 30 to 40% chance of re-injury once again to this cap. Um, you know, is it the point now where it's like, Hey, maybe you just got to rest them. You got to get through this week. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Be potentially down. 0-3, I get it. You know, but to save Joe Burrow, you know, potentially more at the end of the year when you need him the most, I don't know. Is it worth it to potentially miss this week and take the loss or is it? look, you kind of got to start winning games again. You got to go out there and play hurt a little bit.
0: I mean, so the problem with me, like, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, I feel like you have to shut them down at this point. You got to take it out of his hands and see if there's like a 30 or 40% chance of re-aggravating it. You're not just thinking calf now. Because an injured calf, what well, leads with a calf injury, you're thinking Achilles tear. Like, you could really go from a mild injury to a serious one, especially, and it seemed like it was his lower calf is where the injury is. So now you're really flirting with your Achilles, right? And then you do that, your season's over this year and potentially for the first half next year, depending on how that heals, right? So I, if I'm Zach Taylor, I'm playing the long game. You just paid him the money. You sit him down this week. You might even sit him the following week against Tennessee and you do that two weeks. Then you have Arizona. So maybe you can even rest him another week, right. And steal one. If you can steal one of these Rams or Titans games with a backup, maybe even rest him another week against Arizona. Right. And you've gotten, you went, you've gone two what, two and three. Burrow didn't play three of them then you get into a little bit of a gauntlet where you kind of need him, right? Seattle, San Fran, Buffalo. I think you kind of need to play it safe and kind of make sure that he's okay to push in for a stretch run in this middle of the season, which is where their season really picks up is after week six.
1: Sure, sure. No, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, Yeah, Monday night against the Rams. Um, It's not easy. It's not hard. Winnable game without him. Yeah. I, I think if he's out, though, they're not favored. I'll say oh, that. I agree. I agree. But, um, you know, if, if you asked me maybe a little bit earlier before week one, I would have said, ah, yeah, Burr's out. You know, I would still then consider the Bengals a favorite. But the way the Rams have come out and look, no, it's the It's actually the flip if he was out. Right. Um, So, yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't know if I'm on the same boat with you. A. If he wants to sit out this week, fine. But he, I think, if you can, if he can play, you got to fight through it because you can't go down 04. Right. You you're not you're not going to make playoffs going down 0-4, especially then having to go through the gauntlet of your division later on. It's going to be tough there for sure. Um,
0: that's their uh, hindrance right now too. Right, is that they've already lost two division games. Correct. They opened up with two divisionals. Week one they got absolutely just trounced, and yep. week two. I mean, the Ravens kind of bullied them, and the they Bengals made a late push, right? It never really felt like a three point game. You look at the yeah. scoreboard, and you're like,
1: "How the heck is this
0: a three point game?" It yeah. felt like Baltimore imposed their will pretty much for most of the game, <laughs> and then they got a like a late touchdown, right, with 3:20 left, and
1: then they never got the ball back. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. All right, Blaine, we got to talk about our teams. Talk me through this Washington Commanders win here for Denver Broncos.
0: All right, gonna be completely honest. I know we kind of talked about it, right? Like I we were joking around. Blaine, you're six hours away. You should be on your way to Denver. Go to the game. It's an afternoon. Of course, I had a gnarly allergy attack in the morning, so I was like, "Well, guess I'm not going." So I was bedridden the whole freaking day. Threw the game on. We're down twenty-one-three. After that, and I'm like. Well, guess I'm turning this garbage off.
2: Oh, what a terrible fan.
0: Turn it off for about five minutes. Then I was like, all right, let's be a fan. Let's suffer. Be a true Washington Commanders fan. Still a Redskins to me, but, you know, that's here nor there. Um, Threw it back on. Got out, And then somehow we make a little bit of a push towards the end of the second quarter. And I was like, wait a second here. We've kind of moved the ball. We've missed a couple field goals. Joey Sly is definitely on the hot seat this week after missing like three kicks. It was probably two, but it felt like three.
2: But um,
0: well, we made a push. 21-14 at the half. I was like, wait a minute. Are we brewing something? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Denver kind of cooled off. Kind of what they've been doing these first two weeks. Couldn't score for the life of them in the second half. And then we kind of bully balled him for a little while, got up 35-24. And then we just let the freaking wheels go around for a little while. You know, we give him a field goal, let them get down to the red zone, give him a freebie. Then the enemy plays it smart, which is probably the correct decision to run it three times. And then we give up a fucking Hail Mary. What the goddamn hell? Fucking that ball was floating forever. Felt like it could have it landed in anybody's arms. What it, it would have bounced, like four times? It hit two of our defenders, popped up, Then a wide receiver, popped up, then hit the other wide receiver, ended up catching it. He tipped it to himself, spears it. It felt, like felt like a game of freaking tic-tac of freaking Tetris right there. And then we fucking pi on the two-point call and we got away with it. So it don't matter to me, baby. That's
1: a W. I will say, you know, you didn't even touch on it, but shout out to Logan Thomas getting absolutely drilled, but oh, held onto the ball. Oh, he got, his fr- oh, he got
0: absolutely sh- his shit rocked. He got
1: <laughs> annihilated. Um, and they threw the personal uh, foul fly on him, and I like <laughs> see the flag come out, and I was like, ah, oh, damn, all right, they're gonna be at the one. But then I'm watching, I'm like, wait, Logan Thomas caught that ball. And then I was like, oh, shit, he really did catch that ball. Touch that. Uh, but I'll tell you what, man. Sam like I, Howell, I, I think we got ourselves a quarterback. The enemy got Sam Howell rolling. He looks solid. They're able to run the ball with B-Rob, a.k.a. many men. I played that song all day Monday, by the way. All day Monday. Just I many, Men it. the entire time. Um, yeah, he, he looked really, really solid. Um, I know Terry really wasn't able to. Oh, and I mean, Patrick Tame is on him. So I had to I mean, that
0: that 30 yard touchdown was a ball yeah. and a half to Terry. Oh, yeah. And the double oh, yeah. coverage. Ha- put it in the only spot it could
1: be. But let's look on the flip side. That front four is still getting pressure. Chase Young looks incredible right now. Sweat looks good. Um, I'm it, it, hoping
0: Deron Payne is okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the front four is getting pressure. And they were getting hard pressure on Wilson. I saw Wilson just running around, running around, running around. Oh, yeah. like, crap, Russ. Um, Our secondary yeah, good. still sucks, but, you know. Whatever. I don't, <laughs> know what I, tell you. I don't know what I tell you So. Forbes but looked no.
0: okay, but he also got cooked, like, three times like a rookie does.
1: <laughs> he did. He did. I did Did see that. But, yeah, no, solid win by them to go 2-0, um, keep up with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely. There,
0: so. You know what? What's your take on Denver, though? You got to think this experiment is running on thin ice after two. When Sean Payton scripted the first 15 to 20 plays, they look phenomenal. Then they look absolutely atrocious after a team makes an adjustment.
1: Yeah. I, you, yeah, you're right. Like, what's going what's going on? You know, I, I don't blame too much of Sean Payton after the first two games yet but like it, it's at the point now where seattle seahawks are looking like potentially one of the biggest fleece trades i've ever seen in my life here with the nfl they sure are right like getting the amount of draft capital they were able to get um from denver and turning into what it is now making them a playoff team and making denver broncos look like a top five top ten worst team in the league uh it's unbelievable to see but I don't know. I'm not I'm not out on them just yet. I think their defense is still solid. I think Russ still can be Russ. I mean Russ is still putting up stat numbers wise. Right. It's just it it just like doesn't hit at the right time. Like it like it's more like a Phil Rivers for me. And I always hate to use Phil Rivers as this type of person, but or this type of player. But like Phil Rivers is a big time stat guy, in my opinion. He loaded the stats up, but he never won the games when he really needed to or Never pulled through in games when he really needed to. Um, at least in my eyes. I mean, you know, I would have to check more into the stats there, but I'll probably get, I'll probably get hounded for it, but that's fine. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, um, but that's what I would take from him. I'm not out just yet on him. I'd give him two more weeks. If they can get out of these next two weeks and potentially two and two, then hey, great. But they got a tough matchup this week. They're down in South Beach playing Miami and the, uh, and two right there. So we'll see how that works oh, out. They're gonna so. be 0
0: three. Let's be honest. They're gonna be 0 three. I you're you you're all over your Miami Dolphins, and they're they looking good. Yeah,
1: they are. They are you know, but you know who else is looking good? The Atlanta Falcons, baby. They're back. They're so back, they're making a playoffs. It's gonna be incredible to see. Um took on Green Bay. Green Bay's got really solid defense and thoroughly I was impressed by the game play. Arthur Smith got some wobbles on him fourth quarter going for it on fourth down with 2 minutes left on the clock when he could have kicked the field goal to just win the game there but no he said I'm getting this I'm getting this first down hands the ball to Bijan Robinson guy he makes a guy miss gets the first down wastes the timeout a little bit more kicks the field goal they win the game Bijan Robinson Looks incredible right now. Looks like the pick of all picks for the Atlanta Falcons. Went over 120 yards on the ground. They were able to run the ball for over 200 yards on this. They were able to pass the ball for over 200 yards against the Green Bay Packers. They held Jordan Love to under 200 yards. Yeah, Jordan Love got three touchdowns. I agree. But they looked great on Sunday, especially that second half. They looked incredible. First half got beat up. Second half looked great. Ritter's been looking good. Desmond uh, Drake London even got a touchdown. We got to get Kyle Pitts going. That's the only big complaint. Kyle Pitts. It's the only thing you're really missing right now. Yeah, Kyle Pitts needs to get moving. But uh, glad to see it. Both our teams doing well, so we were feeling good on Victory Monday. So you know, I
0: gotta give you mad respect for your Falcons this week. I mean, I thought, I think I actually thought your game was it played like a pick'em absolutely, and that's exactly what I thought it was. But I think people were so like amused by how well Green Bay played the week before, and they were like, "Oh boy, it's Aaron, it's it's part three of Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Now it's Jordan Love's team, and you guys really stymied him in that second half. He played extremely well in the, especially after the third quarter. He had a couple two touchdowns, right? They got some young receivers." That fourth quarter, you AJ Terrell freaking decided to just I'm gonna lock everybody down. I couldn't care less. Like the man is gonna is one of the rising corners in this league. It's not even a question. But and then I think the composure that really you guys showed coming back from a double-digit deficit in the fourth. Yeah. That really showcased but- something, I think, for more for your team more than anything. And Arthur Smith, like you kind of nailed on the head, going for it, putting the belief in his team and saying, and even asking his defense, I'm going for it. You guys got my back. If you if we don't get this, and they're like, hell yeah, coach, we got you. So you can see the culture building in Atlanta. I love what we're seeing.
1: Yeah. They look, they look really good. And you know, I said it here on earlier when we talked about the NFC South, I think it's open for grabs for anybody. I actually, I mean, I actually like I like Carolina a lot better, but Carolina looks terrible right now. Carolina um, especially, can not
0: especially the fucking football.
1: Yeah, especially offensively. They just don't look good. Um, preseason kinda of worried me about the offensive line play, but I think it's a little bit more than that right now. Um, they just don't look like they're all there right now. Tough loss versus Saints. Saints look good too. Um they're, we're just, Saints offense look kind of looking
0: pretty shaky with Derek Carr back there. It doesn't look like Derek Carr has resolved any of those
1: issues. I think once Mister Alvin Kamara comes back, they'll be just fine.
0: Well, yeah, but like you know, I'm trying to like create some tension. You know, you, there you is can't no ruin, you can't ruin that by saying oh, there, Alvin Kamara he hasn't come back
1: yet. Once once Alvin Kamara comes back, they'll be fine. Slant boys back to running slants into the locker room, running away from. Um, who run? Uh, Derek Brown run into the locker room there, um, and Chris Olave still there. So that team would be just fine. Their defense playing solid. They go up up to Green Bay this week, so we'll see how that works. Maybe they'll t- be able to take down Jordan Love. Maybe they won't. Maybe Jordan Love will be the next Aaron Rodgers again uh, this week, like he was last week. Right. So um, yeah, NFC South playing good ball too, um, with Tampa Bay as well. So uh, the only zero two team there is the uh, Carolina Panthers losing two in division so far. So
0: no, I think we're gonna see something. I think that that division, like you said, is completely open now after these first two weeks. I was not sold on Tampa Bay, and I still don't believe in Baker Mayfield, but I believe in that defense, what they showed me these first two two
1: weeks. This week will be a big test for him when he goes up against the uh Eagles this week Monday night.
0: Oh, I agree.
1: Not, that'll that first show.
0: real litmus test for where the Buccaneers really are at.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, right, let me uh get to the rookie report.
0: Yeah, um, lay it on me. Who you got this week?
1: rookie da, report, da, rookie
2: report
1: is um, by We do we do have a returning name, but other folks, I did try to add new on here. So, um, first standout I did see was Will Mallard from tight end, the Colts here. Uh, Week one, he was a DNP. Did not participate. You heard that right. Did not participate. And he transitioned to have two targets for 49 yards this week um, and excelled in pass blocking for Mr. Anthony Richardson as well. Um, Second guy I had was Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback for the Patriots. Um, He didn't have the best performance against the Philadelphia Eagles in week one, but he did bounce back well against the Miami Dolphins. He only allowed Three catches on five targets with minimal yards given up to, you know, arguably the best tandem wide receiver crew out there right now with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And then the returning name, once again, Huka Nagua, wide receiver from the Rams. Again, the BYU grad is putting up absurd numbers. Uh, He ranks fifth in the highest grade receiver, according to PFF. He has twenty-five receptions in his first two games, which was the most ever, or is the most ever by yeah. a rookie wideout. So, and then I got too bad. I stayed away from the quarterbacks this week. I said, you know what, I'm not going to hound. Him.
0: Probably smart. Yeah,
1: I'm not going to hound Bryce Young again. I'm not going to hound DJ Stroud. I said, let me go elsewhere. Evan Witherspoon, cornerback for Seattle. First game of his NFL career. Did not play in week one, but he played in week two. Um, didn't go as planned. Give up. Uh, he gave up 64 yards. He gave up a touchdown in his first matchup. But, you know, I understand it is his first time out there. But he did look good um, in terms of run defense. Um, I think he graded above a 70 in terms of that. And he did have a pass breakup. So, though. Look, it's still there. I'm just hounding on him that he did up 64 yards and a touchdown to Mr. Josh Reynolds this week. So I'm just going to hound him a little bit there. You know, we'll a little salty that, that
0: Josh Reynolds was putting up numbers?
1: Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little personal and, uh, out of there. The last one, um, he's had a rough two weeks here. Um, Tyree Wilson, edge rusher for the Raiders, has not looked good the last two weeks. He has no pressures over the first two weeks. And uh, he's almost non-existent in the run-stopping game as well. He just doesn't look good. Was get Got beat up against Deion Dawkins this week in the tight ends um, for Buffalo. So, yeah, hopefully Mr. Tyree Wilson can figure it out. The Texas Tech uh, defensive end, re- uh, edge rusher now with the Raiders. So maybe we'll see about if he changes uh, changes up. Hopefully looks to, you know, fix it up next week. But uh, be bad of the rookie so far week two so and that
0: was this week's rookie report presented by joe cicoletti
1: <laughs> tune in next week <laughs> oh boy oh boy um i, I play that
0: voice down all right you said you got a game for me today i am very
1: scared he said i got a game for you all right folks so i will be uh i do have to share screen here so i know the folks may be listening um We'll not read it be to, able you. to don't
0: worry. We'll read it to you, people.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes here. So we're going to uh, start sharing. Oh, what a beautiful screen. Oh, thank you.
0: Who would you rather have?
1: Presented who would you by rather? the final whistle. <laughs> who would you rather have? So, Blaine, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a couple stack here from this year so far. Um, and it's going to be based on positions. And you're going to let me know if you like the left. Or the right side, all right? Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna start here on the first one, left to right. QB. Wow, what, what a what a graphic here. Yeah, right. Just a <laughs> yellow a yellow bar blocking. Yellow blob. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Remember, Stathead Football provided all of these statistics. We're giving them their copyright right now. <laughs>
1: there you don't go. Don't come at us. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So, to the folks that don't have the uh, video form here. Left side, we have almost 70% completion, 490 passing yards already uh, per game, about 245, three touchdowns, and uh, a little bit of the rushing attack, 28 yards on the ground with a QB rating of 104. And the right side, we have completion of 57, 300 yards. about 150 yards a game, two TDs, one INT, QBR of 70.6. So, Blake, I want you to decide who would you rather want, the left or the right? I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the guy on the left Joe
0: the numbers just don't lie yeah right is that That's who are I'm... you going
2: with I you, you know, know you
0: know who they are so I can't even you can't even play you freaking loser
1: <laughs> well you know I would I would say let's go with the guy to the left um but it, you know just the way the game and the nature is you know I'll go I'll switch up here right I'll go with the guy on the right. oh all my right god And well, that's you know we'll go with it. The guy on the left is Baker Mayfield, and the guy on the right—no, I knew
0: it was Baker was going to be in this. I didn't know it was going to be the first freaking guy. (laughs) Baker, I Mayfield. absolutely want to jump off of something right now.
1: <laughs> Baker Mayfield got on the left. Joe oh on the right. Played what? Like, Baker played incredible ball. You can't really deny the stats. Right? I can't
0: deny the stats, but I still don't believe in Baker Mayfield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So still ta- if, I, if
0: I if I saw the people, I'm still taking that cutie pie on the right than that freaking clown on the left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely love it. All right, let's get to the next oh one. Another QB God. edition. Another QB edition. We're doing left-right again. Left side's got about 75% completion, um, about 200 yards a game, two passing touchdowns and one INT. And he's got about almost 100 yards rushing, so a little bit of more of a running quarterback here. I think you can see that. Um, on the right though, completions are down here. We're at 56%, um, roughly same thing about 200 yards a game, Buddy has six passing touchdowns, no INTs, not a big running quarterback has, you know, seven yards uh, per attempt, but only five rushes. Um, Blaine, are you going to take the little bit more more, it looks maybe the more savvy rushing quarterback with the, uh, not as much upside passing you're gonna take the six passing touchdowns yeah i'm definitely gonna
0: take the passing touchdown guy on the right here yeah is that what Um, you're gonna do
2: yeah i'm going
0: passing guy on the right even though i think the guy on the left is sam howell i've got a pretty good guess
1: (laughs) (laughs) well buddy i hate to say you this is not a sam howell episode damn Uh, it (laughs) so we're gonna go with mr lamar i took a Jordan
0: love (laughs) over lamar i hate this game I actually wanna bomb it. I am oh over God.
1: this. I, switch the guy it. on the switch. left with the slight more rushing yards was Lamar Jackson, oh and the guy on the right no. was Jordan Love. Blaine has taken Baker Mayfield and Jordan Love, folks, over Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. What have so I we'll, done? We're gonna what we're gonna begin I next. Done? We're gonna we're gonna change position, Blaine. I'm gonna change position for you here, all right? Just cause to make you feel a little bit better. So oh we're gonna God. do wide receiver edition here, all right? We're going to do a wide receiver left, right. Left right now, and actually, I'll just kind of compare both. Receiving receptions for them are pretty close. They're only two two receptions apart. However, the guy on the left has about 120 more receiving yards and has one more touchdown than them. Give me,
0: the, give me the guy on the left. This isn't really close in my opinion, but I know it's going to be some <laughs> –
1: we got Nico Collins versus A.J. Brown. Nico Collins is off to a hell of a start for the Houston Texans. And I couldn't believe this when I seen it. 226 yards through two I games. actually didn't know
0: his numbers were that crazy. I know he had a good week, too. But I didn't know his week one was that good as well.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable. And A.J. Brown has has a slow start, especially week two. Uh, and he, he screamed got at Jalen Hurts for a little yeah. while. Being a he little got baby. into almost a fight on the uh, sideline there. So... Um, that was another thing I wanted to put down, but I was shocked about Nico Collins. That's good for him. Hopefully, he continues this uh progression in Houston. So, i All need right. to pick him up. I hope he's available in our league right now. No, he's not. Um, you don't know that. No, he's definitely not. All right, so let's get to the next one. This one's a little bit more closer this now, is, right? This is tricky here. This one's getting a little more closer now. So, reception wise, the guy on the left is about five more receptions, the guy on the right. However, it's only about 20 or 30 more yards the guy on the left has. They have – I believe they also have similar touchdowns as well. It's not much different. Actually, I'm sorry. They both don't have touchdowns. Actually, that's what it is. They both have zero touchdowns. I didn't show this on the screen. I apologize that – you know why they didn't show it? Because they don't have any touchdowns. That's why I didn't have it. So, Blaine, the stats are pretty similar here. You know, it's leaning a little bit more to the left. Are I'm gonna take the. the I'm left?
0: gonna. I'm feeling the guy on the right. I like receptions per. I like the twenty and a half res, yards per attempt.
1: You want to have the guy that has more yards per reception is what you want. Yes. Not the guy. All right. Well, that's a good choice, I would think, because you would have chosen Tutu Atwell instead of Jalen Waddle. So finally I finally, right I decision. finally
0: like make it look like I know football.
2: Let's yeah. go, baby! Yeah. yeah, go,
1: buddy, go. <laughs> Great, we're not done though yet. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do running back edition. Oh, I don't know any of this garbage. Oh, I'm so God. screwed. Boy, all right. Now, this one, I looked for some close ones here, so it's gonna be tough. Oh, this
0: looks awful. The this left- is literally identical numbers, Joe. This is just yeah. mean, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the left and the right here. Um, the left has three more rushing attempts, however has three less yards than the guy on the right and has one less rushing touchdown than the guy on the right. And the guy on the left has two more receptions and about 20 more yards uh, receiving. Probably just a big catch. I mean, honestly enough. So, Blake. The guy on the left. Guy on the left? You sure about that? We're going to find out if I'm sure about that. (laughs) I think you might be upset about this one. Oh, no. We're talking Derrick Henry and Brian Robinson. Many I many don't days. mind that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I, I got no
0: problem. No beef there. No
1: problem. He said no problem. Derrick, I, just, Her- I mean, look. Hey, Derrick- I, love,
0: I love me and my Brian Robinson Jr.,
1: but I got no problem taking the freight train, baby. <laughs> Whoa, they both are playing really good. That's why I want to show both of them because I didn't realize how similar it was. But Brian Robinson starting off great this year. Derrick Henry, even, even as well, started off pretty solid. Yeah, you know, you're getting 70 yards a game right now out of both of them. And and Derrick Henry getting about, I don't know, 30 yards receiving um per game as well, which isn't bad for him up in the receiving yards. But I was surprised by Byron Robinson to keep it up with Derrick Henry there. So all right. Oh,
2: all
1: gosh. right. So there's more shit. Last but not
2: least, want we'll to go here.
0: All right, let's by- see. Yeah. Rushing attempts even. Rush yards are one twenty three to one fourteen. Yards per attempt are identical. One's got two TDs. The guy on the left has two TDs. One on the right's got one. Other back is a little bit more versatile. Nine receptions and forty one yards. The other one three for nineteen. It's a little. This is this is dicey. I'm gonna go guy on the right here, Joe.
2: Damn! I want you to pick the guy on the left so bad. <laughs>
1: We're talking Tyler Algier. Oh,
2: we're you just wanted me you. to
0: talk ATL and make yourself feel better, huh?
2: Yeah. Um, the vendetta yeah. The last
0: one. Um, I looked all right. I got Saquon over Tyler Algier there. Uh, that was all right. Good stuff. So I looked like an
1: idiot for three, and I looked like a genius for three. That's when it okay. came to right? quarterbacks, you were not looking good. You can't pick a quarterback for your life, but when it comes to running backs. You did pretty well there, kid. You did pretty well. I'm gonna
0: be completely honest. Now it looks like stupid because Saquon's out for a couple weeks. I should have took Tyler Algier, honestly. <laughs>
1: Christmas. So, yeah, that was uh, was brought to you by the final whistle, <laughs> and PowerPoint, and PowerPoint. Yeah, provided by StatCheck. Thank you, StatCheck. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out for that tip, so. All right, Blaine, well let's go through a couple games here. Uh All right, this let's week, do it. What you got week three. Um we're gonna start out with the Giants and 49ers tomorrow night. We don't gotta talk about that one much because Giants are gonna lose that one. Um with Saquon Bad. and yeah, Saquon and Andrew Thomas out. Um gonna be dead in the water for them. Um Blaine, Chargers, Vikings, the battle of the losers. Who are you taking? Like we kind of talked earlier,
0: it's whoever wants to lose this game more. And honestly. I think it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings winning this one because yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not in prime time. Prime time I'm taking the Chargers because I don't trust Kirk Cousins in prime time but you know 11 1 p.m. kick Brand Staley's going to figure out a way to lose another one. Give me Minnesota 38-35.
1: Yep. <laughs> Love it. I actually I'm right on board with you. I think it's a Vikings victory here. I think the score is uh 34-27. Uh, Vikings here as well. All right, All right let's um, Saints Packers.
0: That's a tough one. Yeah, neither team, every both teams have looked okay, right? Haven't looked great. New Orleans defense looks legit. Green Bay just lost that close one to your ATL turn up. Um, I'm gonna lean with the home team, I'm taking Green Bay in Lambeau. I think Lambeau is the difference. Okay. All right. I like that wow. game to be low scoring. Like It's going to be like I got Green Bay 21-16 over New Orleans.
2: Okay.
1: I think it's going to be I think the Saints win this game. I think okay. it's more based on Derek Carr um, being do You think better. Derek Carr finally has a game? Yeah, I, I think Derek Carr is going to play, play solid. I think Derek Carr is going to be able to throw potentially for 300 yards this game. Um, I, really? think Michael, I think Michael Thomas is going to have a solid game as well. Uh, this is all – I don't know if there's weather issues. I mean, I know up here in the uh, Northeast we're supposed to get some – let's get some rain Saturday and Sunday, so hopefully it won't be the same in Wisconsin. Um, but, yeah, I think the Saints win this game. I think Derek Carr is a solid game. And I think the score is 27-21, the Saints here. So, yeah. not not hating that, not hating that. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's see here. I'll pick yeah, one this time. Yeah, 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 one.
0: yeah. Um. Actually, let's see. I think this is a fascinating game. Also at a, one o'clock, Titans Browns. Two teams that kind of have been hit or miss this year.
1: Joe, what do you what do you see in that one? Truthfully enough, it's going to come down to Deshaun Watson actually playing decent ball. Um, You know, week one, he looked okay Week two, he didn't look good at all Um, And got re- kind of bailed out a little bit to, right. By their defense a little bit And, you know, and then also got bailed out By their running game in week two Until they lost by a scoop fumble Kind of touchdown Um, Give me the Titans I think Derrick Henry's going to have a Derrick Henry game Maybe get 125, 150 on the ground And they're able to win it that way Um, Yeah, I, I give it to the Titans I think maybe it's gonna be low scoring. Probably, I would say maybe like 24-21. No,
0: I I actually agree. I think the huge the difference is no Nick Chubb for Cleveland. Yeah, there's not, I don't think there's gonna be real balance on that Cleveland offense. It's going like you said come down to Deshaun Watson to make plays. And again, these are two teams that have figured out ways to lose games that they should win. Cleveland mm-hmm. on Monday night against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had no business winning that football game, none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And then Tennessee week one, finding a way to kick a field goal with two minutes left and you should have went for it against new Orleans. Right. And then they found a way to win because the chargers just hit, like losing more. Um, but I like it low scoring game as well. 24, 20 in that one.
1: Okay. Um. Four o'clock games, I hate to say it, look like they're gonna be a lot more blowouts, unfortunately. Um, I think Seattle probably is gonna blow out the Panthers. Um uh, being Cowboys will
0: blow out the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, I think I think the Cardinals are gonna make it interesting for, for a quarter. Uh, a or two.
0: quarter?
1: <laughs> Cardinals play hard.
0: They've been playing hard football these first two weeks.
1: Yeah. I, I mean I think Cowboys are just the better team. Their defense is gonna win this this their game in probably the first half um spreads 12 and a half to the cards cover no the cards don't I think the Cowboys will win that game by more than 14 um and then even the Chicago and the Chiefs game like as much as I want to believe that the Chicago Bears are going to keep it semi-close I just think the Chiefs are are going to be back on their back on their game this week big time and gonna take down Chicago pretty fairly um these Sunday let's, Monday games are a little fascinating though. Interesting. Sunday night I have no interest in really watching at all. It'll be a dud. The game
0: will be so boring. It'll be like 13-10. Yeah, 10. yeah no I got Pittsburgh, though, 13-10. Nah, give me, Pittsburgh. Ra- give me the Raiders defense, bro. Pittsburgh give me the will score a
1: touchdown on defense like they did last week. Jimmy G's not losing this game. Um Let's mm-hmm. go to Monday night cuz okay. I think those two games are very very interesting. Um, do you want to take on the Eagles' box first, the seven fifteen game?
0: I think we kind of – well, apparently, I'm now the messiah to Baker, but Baker may feel, according to this last game we played. So, you know, Baker better prove me right, okay? I need a show-out game from him. It is in Tampa Bay, which which obviously helps them, having a home game and having Philly. Philly really hasn't gotten into full gear yet these first two weeks. So I think that's the real indicator here. Will Philly finally hit their stride? Tampa Bay has a solid defense; they always usually have with Todd Bowles. Can they hold their own, and can Baker do enough offensively? I think not. I've got the Eagles winning
1: twenty-eight to twenty over the Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay, um, I think I think it's gonna be close. I think Baker makes a mistake late. That's going to cost them.
0: Love and I think that's what I like to hear right
1: there. And I, I think it's going to be 27 25 Eagles what win the it.
0: Where do you get 25
1: from? Well, don't worry about <laughs> it.
2: 27 25 Eagles win it. Baker throws a pick or fumbles the ball late
1: on their last drive that could have won them that game. That's what I think. Um, all right, let's flip it to the late game Rams, Bengals. Assuming Joe Burrow plays, okay. Burrow plays—that was
0: going to be the, my indicator.
2: Burrow plays. Who are we taking to wrap it up?
0: I think Cincinnati finally gets off the schneid. Burrow. If Burrow's healthy enough to give it a go, they know this is a must-win for them this week. If they go down zero and three, and then you play Tennessee, like you don't know what you're going to eat. What Tennessee you're going to get each week, right? Tennessee could be a dud one week, and you're back to two and two or you're going to be getting a very good Tennessee squad, and it's going to be a nail-biter. So I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals. I think Joe Burrow, if he's good to go, will finally have a showcase game with Jamar Chase. I think they'll finally actually look like the team that we anticipate them to be. I've got Cincinnati 31-27 in the Super Bowl rematch from a couple years ago.
2: Yep, Super Bowl rematch, I thought. I go Bengals want revenge in my head. Joe Burrow's ready to rock and roll. Jamar Chase is ready to get back on a level. And then you know what came to my mind? Oh, God. Pascal Nakua? BYU. That's what came to my mind. Kaku came to my mind. Stafford came to my
1: mind. Akers gone. Kyron Williams running the show. Rams win this game no matter what. 27 20 the rams.
0: Respectfully disagree. Respect (laughs) respectfully, of course. Respectfully. You are wrong. If Cincinnati if all right that you've got the Rams winning. Is Cincinnati done if they lose this week? No, they ain't done yet. You don't think they're done if they're 0 and 3? No, because Where, where are they the, done? Is it 0-4 then? If they lose at Tennessee the next week, the they're Rams, done? The Rams,
1: the Rams, I mean, not the Rams, the Bengals could rip off eight straight games and it wouldn't shock me at all.
0: Well, I agree with that, but I feel like they're, they're so far behind now if they go 0-3. No, yeah, I, mean, I, I think got two they, games, arguably be, arguably a third in your own division. If, if they lose to the
1: Titans... After this game, then I'll be like, yeah, all right. So if they're 0-4, it's a wrap. 0-3, they still have a shot. Yeah, like the hole, they're starting to dig the hole to their own grave right now, but it ain't that deep yet. Okay. They can still get out. They can still hop out, hopefully, of the hole? Yeah, like they're not
0: six feet under yet. I'll say that. All right, that's fair. Bro, does Burrow apply for sure? Do you have Burrow playing this week? You think he gives it a go? I don't know. I'm not a
1: doctor. What the hell do I know? I don't know. Pretend you're the Bengals doctor. Yeah. I don't know. You were out here giving them like, well, it could be the Achilles next. Like, I almost turned to you like, holy shit, this guy got a PhD in the calf and Achilles area. Hey man. I watched Aaron Rodgers' injury.
0: There was a calf into an Achilles. And I watched KD's injury. It was a calf into an Achilles. I'm just going based off of what the superstars showcase me on national
2: television. <laughs> you! Be shitting me. That's incredible stuff right there. That's the next thing to tell me. The Cincinnati Bengals is a turf field, so that's why it's also going to be that. Yep. Turf that field. Next.
0: It checks out. All the. It all checks out.
2: It should, we should all be oh, on grass. Put it on grass. Put it on grass. <laughs> Folks, I don't know why you listen to the show if you do. Blaine's out here picking Baker Mayfield over Joe Burrow. Jordan Love over Lamar Jackson. And he's also a doctor on the side. And I'm
0: Blaine Spencer, MD. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Spencer to the patient room, please.
2: (laughs) Oh, Oh, well, folks, make sure you tune in next week. We'll be back to discuss some more NFL week three week four recap we got the Ryder Cup also coming in next week uh, big time there we're excited about that so we'll be getting back into the swing of things here um, and hopefully be back for week three and the winning streak of our Washington Commanders and Atlanta Falcons continue as long also with the final whistle so
0: um, ladies and gentlemen I am not confident again against these Buffalo Bills
2: Neither am I for you, but hey, it
0: is what it is. Oh, thanks, Joe. Love, love, love the support, man. <laughs>
2: Appreciate it as always. Oh, man. All right, folks. As always, take it easy and have a good one.